Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Sunflower Talks. Hi everyone, my name is Joya and I'm your host for Sunflower Talks. And in today's video, I will be discussing what Sunflower Talks is, what does it mean, and why I decided to create this. Sunflower Talks is a podcast based around mental health, but not in the form of counseling, more in the realm of sharing my experiences and my story. And hopefully I'm able to get other people who are willing to do the same thing. Whether they be ordinary people or professionals, they can also share their knowledge on the topic. But I created this because I want to help spread more awareness about the importance of mental health. But by sharing experiences, it can allow people to relate and hopefully take it seriously. This has been something that I've sat on for years. And I sat on it so long because I did not think I would be successful or think people would want to hear it. Because I was like, who am I to make a podcast? But after many signs thrown at me from God, I finally realized that this is also for me because I can talk and allow myself to heal at the same time. And if I can touch at least one person with my content, I will be so grateful. Healing is what I want everyone that listens to this to take away from this podcast. I started I decided to call it Sunflower Talks because sunflowers are my favorite flower. And for me, they represent happiness, growth, and good vibes. All things I hope you take away after listening to each episode because I want this to be a calm slash light space, if you'd say, where you feel safe and okay to be yourself. So a little bit about me. I've been an advocate for some years now. And I've been in some form of therapy since I was in late middle school. And over the course of the years, I have been diagnosed with depression and PTSD, also known as post-traumatic stress disorder. And the summer after my freshman year of college, I had an anxiety attack that ended me ended up with me in the hospital. And this was an experience that left me feeling so empty and lost because I didn't understand why in that moment I wasn't allowed, why I couldn't stop myself from having the attack or how I had allowed myself to get that far. I was so confused. And that following semester, I had to come back after, you know, sitting down with myself and realizing who I wanted to be in all of this, I had to sit down with myself and with my family and decide that I wanted to get on an antidepressant. And I'm saying I decided because I had already been advised to get on it, but I always said no. So I finally took up the offer. And never had I imagined myself being on medication, especially for a mental illness, because I had always told myself that whatever it was I had faced, I could handle it. Sorry, mom, but I had been through hell. And I said, if I can make it through that, I can make it through this. Now, I'm still making it through this. But I realized I was even stronger because I told myself. It's okay to need help. And the fact that I was able to admit that to myself, admit admit that to someone else. Was super hard. But sometimes you have to do those things that you're uncomfortable with to become a better you. And 
of course, we all know not everyone needs medication. But for those who do or those who are being advised to take it, I want you to know that you should only take the medication on your terms. No one should be able to force anything down your throat. And remember that at the end of the day, it is only there to assist you. Because mental health isn't easy and neither is the healing process for anyone. There are days where you're going to feel great and think everything is just peaches and cream. And then the next day you wake up and you're sad and you're confused or you're angry and you don't know why. And that's the ugly and the beautiful part of the process because you get to see how far you have come over time and just how much you have changed. So today I want to share some tips on how to get through this quarantine that we're all experiencing because most of us are forced to stay at home. And I believe that this is the perfect time for us to be productive and work towards our goals, but also the best time to figure out who you are. The you that you experience when you're alone in the dark. What makes you smile, what makes you cry, or what even makes you angry because all of those things are linked to mental health. And I know mental health is such an umbrella term because it contains so many illnesses, as we call them. But like I said, I am not a professional. And we're going to take it slow and see whatever comes up in conversation. And we'll be able to hopefully relate to everyone. Or if we're not able to relate to you, hopefully relate to something that you've experienced with a loved one. But I think one of the first things that I'll bring up that I think a lot of people struggle with is being present, like only thinking about the now at this current second. And I want everyone to understand that it's okay to do it because you aren't a slacker because you allowed yourself to shut your brain off or just to change the channel. Like living in the now is so much harder than it seems and harder than it sounds because it's going with the flow. And it's like, I'm not a, I'm not a feather. I can't just go. It's understanding that you can't control everything and being okay with knowing that you cannot control everything. This is something I'm still learning to do. And from the time that I've taken on the quote, I can definitely say that I am not as uptight and as stressed as I once was because I was bearing so much weight whether it be from failed relationships, rejections, or unnecessary stress from school or work, I was taking all that weight and putting it on my shoulders and walking around with it and not even knowing until my days come where I burst out in tears or I'm just so fed up because I just, I'm just always stressed. I felt like the, like I could not silence the world because my mind was always thinking about the future when my goals were... Just anything under the sun, honestly. And during this time, I think is the perfect time to just let things be. We're in a space where we can't control anything that's going on in the outside world. We can't control much, honestly. It's just, what are we going to do to surpass the time? And what am I going to do to make the best of my time? And I honestly feel like the best thing to do right now is focus on you. Wholeheartedly, you will make you 
cringe. Figure out your likes and your dislikes. What are your pros? What are those cons that you want to work on? Anything that is focused around you better than yourself, I think those are the things that we should be focusing on right now. Because if we don't, we're going to feel like we're trapped. And the mind is only trapped if you allow it to be. And I don't think that's where anyone wants to be. And I can definitely say that a couple of weeks ago, I, I felt like I was perfectly fine. I'm like, quarantine, quarantine, great. Don't have to go to school, you know, <laughs> until life hit me. <laughs> and classes all got put online. And I'm sitting here struggling because I'm like, I've never taken this many classes online. And then feeling shut off from the world, even though I'm an introvert, feeling shut off from the world because I'm only seeing my mom and my dad and my dog's face. You know, I'm only seeing other people through FaceTime and I'm not getting that human interaction that we often crave. It's easy to feel lost or feel like we're trapped. And during this time, I have fallen into what I call a funk, which is where I feel like I'm stuck. I can't explain my emotions. I can't explain why I feel this way. But I don't have the energy to do anything. And yes, that includes eat. Only thing I have the energy to do is sleep. All day. Every day. And sometimes during those days, I don't get to do daily necessities that I would do on a, on a, on a regular day. Sometimes I'm not getting out the bed till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. Like, that's my first time getting out the bed. And that's so hard to deal with sometimes because I don't think anyone wants to feel that. Like, feeling like they can't always control themselves. Or feeling hopeless. And for so long, I felt like I was hopeless and I felt like I was alone in the world and how I felt. And I'm not. It's just the way that I cope and the way that I deal with things is differently than how a lot of people deal with things. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in the one bad moment or that one segment in time. That we can't see all the good. And oftentimes when I'm in my funk, that's how I feel. I feel like life is just oh so bad and all the bad is only happens to me. And why me? Why do I always have to constantly go through something to see just a little bit of happiness? But as I've grown with my mental health and grown as a person, I've been able to sit back and not think as negatively. As I was. Doll, I'm going to have depression. As far as I know. For a minute. And I'm going to have those moments where I'm not happy. But do my thoughts always have to be negative? No. And do I always have to feel alone? No. But will I? Sometimes yes. And those are things that I just have to accept. But I can try to control as much of my thoughts as I possibly can. Regardless of what it is. 
And like even a few weeks ago, I had to just go to my car and just vent to my mom. One, I had to go to the car because I had to get out of outside of my apartment. And I just had to talk to her about how confused and frustrated I was because I felt like professors didn't understand our new situation. And I wasn't dealing with it well. I was just, you know, letting everything build up like always. And the thing I had to, like, understand was nobody was comfortable with the situation that we were dealing with. And we were all trying to figure out what's the right way to do this. What's the wrong way? How can I benefit someone else? And I think we're still dealing with that because this is a situation that many of us have never been in before. And I do want to say I understand everyone isn't comfortable talking to their mom or doesn't don't they don't feel like they have someone that they can confide in. So basically, the whole point of this video is really to just try to give you all some advice of possible ways to get some type of relief mentally. And the first thing I would say is deleting social media. We are in a error of technology and oftentimes with social media we all know you post what you want people to see and sometimes when you're not thinking the best mentally it's hard to see the difference between those two worlds of someone posting what you want them to see and someone's everyday life and for me I've had to take breaks whether it be an hour or a day or two weeks or a month to get myself together mentally because during that time I able, I'm able to only think about myself what I'm doing in my life and what I want to do differently or how I even react to things and I feel like social media is a constant watching to see what somebody's doing you know always refreshing your timeline whether it be Instagram Twitter if you're still going on Snapchat any of that so that would definitely be like my first <laughs> my first like okay Maybe try to watch the social media. You know, download a game on your phone. Play Candy Crush. I still play Candy Crush. Play play a game on your phone. We're able to just do something differently than scroll up and down all day. Um, the next thing I can say is journaling. Some people find it extremely therapeutic. And the best thing I can say about it is the paper is going to listen 100%. And it's not going to give you any unneeded feedback. You know? And if you like to go back in the in the future, you can go and see how far you've come in your writings. Some meditate or partake in yoga, which is great because research has shown that the breathing techniques alone can help lower stress. Watching TV or YouTube because it allows you to focus on something else for a certain amount of time, however long the episodes or the vlog or video, whatever you're watching is. But if you aren't interested in taking a, in thinking at all, you don't want to think for a moment. I said music, music or a form of art. Um, during those things, I feel like you can see your creativity peak at, num- at levels that you never thought. And it's also calming to just see how how long you've been zoned out. There have been times where I've zoned out for an hour and just been like, wow, I don't even know where I was. Then you look down at this canvas or something, and you're just like, I did that. 
I did that because I allowed myself to just do something different, something that calms me. Um, And of course, we can't forget about exercise. You know, one single session can help you feel better because of the endorphins and the serotonin released in the brain. Now, there are some who resort to drug abuse. And this is going to be a brief topic for me because I am not a professional and I don't want to say anything wrong. But basically, I would just suggest that people just monitor it if you are going to partake in it. Monitor yourself and your friends and make sure that you understand the difference between a social or recreational activity if you decide to take that route and the difference between a possible addiction coming. Because sometimes it's easy to get lost in those things and our body often craves things because it makes you feel some type of way. It makes you feel good or it makes you feel like you don't have to think for a moment. Just trying to monitor and make sure that you know the difference between the two. This even goes for my marijuana users. I know everyone's like, you can't get addicted to it. But you can get addicted to the... How can I say it? You can get addicted to... The feeling of doing it. Or even if you're around certain friends, it's just a natural thing. Like, y'all don't even have to discuss it. Y'all just doing it. You know? And... Not like I said, not trying to go too far into discussion, but the biggest thing that I would say for that is watch how you feel with that, especially if you have like depression or something. Watch how the marijuana makes you feel, because sometimes you get so into it that you don't realize that you're slipping into a depression. Or I was even once told by a mentor that. The smoke can sometimes open up realms to other lives. You know, um, it can create a space of negativity or anger that we can't control sometimes. Example, you know, you walk into your room and you're just like, my room, it just feels a little off. Like it feels off in here. And sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it is. (laughs) But sometimes it's not you. It's just the energy of the space that you have created. Because what what you have allowed into your home. And it's like the slightest things can throw you off. Sometimes it's easy to clear, you know, saging or praying with some holy water. But sometimes it's not that easy. And sometimes it's you having to physically get yourself out of that environment. Or taking a break from that environment but that's that's a later discussion that i would love to have because sometimes the environment is a huge part sometimes in mental health but during this time i really and genuinely hope everyone is taking this time to learn about themselves and taking the time to do things that make them happy go sing like crazy in the shower dance in the mirror to your music blasting or even just finally sitting down at a table and doing something that you've pushed off remember to eat well and get enough sleep because those both will benefit you in the long run and that's all i have for today because this is just supposed to be an introduction of things to come but thank you for tuning in and i hope you enjoy listening if you have any suggestions about topics i can discuss or feedback feel free to dm our social media or instagram at underscore sunflower talks or comment under the podcast post for this video 
Stay tuned and have a great one.